What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast, episode 75. As always, I'm James. I'm Jared. I'm Adrian. I'm Joe. (laughs) (laughs) We're all back. Yeah, finally. This is the first time that it's been the four of us in a while. Yeah. It's been like a month, I feel. It's been a while. Really? Yeah. I never listen to these, so I don't know. I mean, you listen to them while we make them. Yeah, it's true. You don't reflect on I them later and think, hmm, maybe I should not have said that about Scott's calves. You know, for the most part, <laughs> there's nothing reflective about this podcast. Until recently, we are changing the format, aren't we, James? We're changing some stuff up. Yeah, we're going to have a lot more guests throughout the year. This year, interviews, fireside chats. Overall, we're just going to really push the podcast in that direction. And we're still going to bring you our regular BCLRT podcast weekly but we, as looking, much as we can yeah, looking but, to evolve a little bit yeah in our maybe output maybe uh think of this as like uh green day's nimrod maybe like uh they we're not as punk rock anymore we're a little bit older now <laughs> the evolution is upon us we just you know we we all have established careers and we just feel like bringing interesting content can still be doable and funny but somewhat appropriate for the most part Joseph would know a lot about being doable and funny. But not appropriate. Yes. Well, only sometimes. <laughs> he knows when to turn it on and off. Is that a... Sorry, real quick. Is that a Sod Poodles hat? What is that? Yes, it is. I like... Where is... I got it on National that? Hat Day. That logo really? is different. I've never seen it. And it's I just one don't. of their many variations of the logos that they have. Isn't um, it funny that I automatically knew that, even though I didn't know that? I had to get something It different, looks like man. it could be an Angel's hat, though. Yeah. I was thinking that or like a very old what i honestly thought was maybe some high school from amarillo because it looks old it looks retro yeah. yeah but then i saw the four seven on the side and i knew it was a newer hat but yeah it's yeah cool. you, I like you gotta it. go check out their their new hats that they is have it, they've I, got a lot is it fitted no it's uh adjustable. adjustable i've kind of gotten away from the fitted hats hey you I know speaking of the um sod poodles did i i feel like i read this and i tell me if i'm wrong on this is this the first full season since the inaugural season did yeah. I did I read that right? Last year was their second year, and then their yeah. their first season. But I didn't. I, I thought that last year wasn't a like a complete seventy two game season. Yeah, or it wasn't. Like a, it wasn't a full full fledged season. Yeah, and that this is the first full season since their inaugural season back in right. nineteen. And their season last year was their first season as this double uh, A team for the Diamondbacks. Yes, right. yep. they were the double A team for the San Diego Padres. Yeah, well, um, it was like a ten year deal that we signed, right? Yeah, yeah, and then this, but they, 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 I guess the Diamondbacks just took that deal away from them because they got a new team. But uh, they, we had a Fernando Tatis Jr. here. Yeah, a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, that don't first know season that. we went and went to that game. Mm-hmm. Adrian had a good time. That's for sure. Right, they, they can hit. <laughs> and I think it's just cool that legitimately, if he doesn't get hurt, he has the potential to be one of the all-time best batters because of just how talented he is at a young age. To so know that someone like that came through Amarillo is pretty cool. Yeah, man, we're going to have a lot of good young talent come through here and get promoted up. It's pretty cool to see. Now, the Red River Baseball Classic between Texas Tech and Oklahoma is coming back April 12th. The tickets went on sale February 3rd. They're already sold out. Yeah, they're already sold out. I got on there yesterday, and there was still out there in right field. There are seats still available. I'm sure it's 60 bucks a ticket, though. They're 18 Really? Mm-hmm. Out by out there. Now, as Not, we speak, is it standing I'm sure room only, the, or is it an actual? No, seat? No, it's an actual seat. I'm sure now, at what is it, nine o'clock on Saturday, there's going to be a lot less seats available. But as of yesterday, around noon, 
there were quite a few seats still available. So we need to get on that and grab some yeah, before they're sold how much, out. How much are they? They're eighteen dollars. Yeah, that's oh, cheap. Do you shit. guys wish you would have jumped in? Price? You've got to go to the MPEV. Is that the same uh, price as last site. year? How much were they? Last year they were around that price. But it, I, I got on like vivid seats and they're like 70, 80 bucks. I'm oh, like, what the fuck is this? One, one thing I remember about last year, we, we went to Joe Taco before the game started. We, we wanted to get, <laughs> we wanted to get seats early. So me and Adrian went and stood in line right before they opened the gates. And this car just slams into the back of another car <laughs> yeah. across the street in front of Joe Taco. That. And then they just went inside to the restaurant. Like nothing happened, said, right? Fuck it. Yeah. And it was like a, a guy and his son. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. I'm going to teach you a lesson today. We're just going to go inside. Nobody uh, saw it. It don't matter. Nobody seen nothing. This is why I never loved your mother. This <laughs> Amarillo. It don't matter. Now, do you do you guys wish that you would have bought season tickets when they were at a, a, a significantly cheaper discount when the inaugural season before that started? And bought I wish it for I like five least, years? Yeah, I wish yeah, I would at least bought half of a season. Don't you have to repay tickets. those every year, though? That same fee every year? Yep. So... You I think so, but it. still, I mean, every single game just about is sold out, or there's seats oh, that do not like use. You could yeah. always. It would make be your worth it back. if you had one of the suites up there. If you were able to afford that, and, I bet that was ridiculous. and have that for every game because you have the ultimate view. You can see the entire field. You're not around random people. The though. guests that attend Sod Poodles games seem to be. I don't know if it's just because it's more younger now. The guest count seems more respectable. Like it's that park is still clean. I know that they have a. They're part of the MLB now, so they have to have like legit cleaning crew. Don't you feel like going to a Villa, Villa game when you were growing up was kind of miserable of an experience no. compared to a Sod Poodles game? I never went to a Sod Poodles game as a kid, so I can't really you know compare the two. But growing going to the Dilla Villa game as a kid was a great experience. I don't know, man. The bathroom was like it was like a, a oh I didn't I didn't like trough. go and shit somewhere. You know, <laughs> peeing anywhere is not a big deal. No, but I mean we didn't. Of course, I was in a smaller town. I didn't live in Amarillo, so I didn't get to experience it as often but i mean i still i still loved going to games did you hate the dilla villa come on no i liked it somebody's gotta have my back on this <laughs> i liked it. it just needed a lot of updates and they, it seemed yeah. like they weren't willing to invest in that and it kind of sucked because that's such a historic stadium it's been around forever had a lot of good famous players come through there you know tony Gwynn played for the gold Sox back in the day i mean it's pretty cool to have that talk history about a mascot <laughs> That gold sock. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are the days. But, you know, what the one thing that the Sod Poodles don't have, you know, they it's a great venue for concerts. We've already seen that happen. There's motocross that's been there. Um, but one thing they haven't had that the Dilla Villa had. Yeah. Fucking Garth. Garth Brooks. That's true. Garth Brooks performed. 97. And that was a cool concert because it was like a surprise concert. And they announced it on the radio and people were going crazy trying to get tickets. I wonder how packed that place was. Oh, I'm sure it was super packed. I heard a story that, that he had told when he came to Lubbock talking about Amarillo, and he had to help assemble the stage and like be involved with setting everything up, which performers usually aren't. Yeah. They have they have Roadies. a crew that does that. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting. And he was sign he was talking about signing autographs along the fence and everything. So he was huge back then. I mean, he got his career really going in the early nineties, but he was still on top at that time. What's the name of the 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 emo character he was? Chris Gaines. Be? Chris Gaines. <laughs> I want so you have a shirt with Garth Brooks on it. Yeah. I want a shirt with Chris Gaines on it, and we should wear them the same. Oh, they're out there. Up. They're available. I remember sitting at Sam's with the CD or like whatever it was, dual CD. You know, came out with the VHS that went with it or whatever. And I remember being so confused 
at why Garth Brooks was saying he was Chris Gaines. And I never, I, I don't know how old we were when that happened, but that just blew It was my late mind. 90s when he, yeah. he was supposed to. Something really stupid. He was supposed to be that character in a movie. He looks like And the Mind movie Freak. never happened. He looks like Chris Angel. Is yeah. that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Mind Freak. It's like oh, the, the soundtrack came out and he yeah. portrayed was, that character, but yeah. the movie never happened. Well, that's terrible. And that makes it seem like now that's a part of who he was. Like, I bet there's people that don't know that that was for a movie. Uh, no, right knows, I literally still did not know that until today. I, I didn't know yeah. that that was Garth Brooks or that was a thing. I never saw that before in my life. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a hidden part of his career. That is interesting. Well, you know, I'm sure it should stay hidden. Um, I wanted to listen to a Garth Brooks song the other day, and I noticed that his music is not on <laughs> right. Apple. It's only on Amazon Music. I didn't see. I didn't know where it was. I looked on Spotify as well, uh, which is actually going to be kind of the center of our next topic. But uh, getting away from Garth Brooks, uh, let's talk about Joe Rogan. Okay. Uh, let's let's talk about the, the shitstorm that Joe Rogan finds himself well, in. What happened? Cancel culture. Well, at first, it started with a vaccination topic, well, right? It, it started where Neil Diamond basically got really pissed off. Neil because Young. Neil Young, who are the, whichever the fucking old Neils it was, he got mad because Joe Rogan apparently puts out a lot of misinformation, which is not the same as disinformation. Misinformation is just information that you don't necessarily agree with or you find to be false. And Neil Young wanted his music pulled. Joe Rogan basically said, I'm sorry, no. Yeah, or Neil Young wanted his music pulled from Spotify because of Joe Rogan and the fact that he was putting out misinformation. Mm-hmm. And then it all, as soon as that got into the limelight of Joe Rogan and the things that are on his podcast, then people started pulling all the old things that he said or things that he said on his Who podcast. Who is Neil Young again? He was in uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and he's been around for ages. He's hmm. been around since the 60s. Uh, what was the other band that was threatening to uh, not put their new Nickel, album? Nickelback. <laughs> it, because of Joe Rogan? Yes. Man, I, I've stuck up for Nickelback a little bit here recently, and we all have on this podcast. But what the fuck? Wait a second. You weren't kidding? No. Nickelback literally That's, that's is, a fact. They're still coming out with music. They are. Huh. I, can't defend, I can't defend them anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm not so bummed out that they're threatening not to put their music out. Aren't they Canadian? I don't know. Yeah. Pretty sure they're Canadian. I've lost interest in... But as of today, they they deleted like 70 episodes of of Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, did they censor like the vaccine episodes and all that? Well, someone came out with a compilation of him saying the N-word. I know that. Oh, so the, the episodes that that's in is what got taken down. Okay. Yeah, and and then the other, the, the vax information episodes. See, now that's bullshit. Yeah, because it's not like he had fringe people. I mean, he had learned doctors. Yeah, I mean, he had people with 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 yeah, he with had credentials. Yes, he has name. people that are very, you know, at the top of their career. They have all the credentials in the world. If you're offended by their opinion, stop being such a crybaby and move on. It's not it's not the end of the world. They're going to have differing opinions with whoever he has on. But he says that he wants to, after he has on these controversial guests, he wants to bring someone on the other side of the fence that's opposing or has the opposite perspective and of he's the, done the guests that he's well, had on. And he said that a couple of days ago, but mm-hmm. since then um, there's a singer who wanted to have her music pulled off of Spotify, India Ari, um, because she posted a compilation of Joe Rogan saying the N word uh, like multiple times and watching it. We watched it before the episode. I mean, you do, you, you sit there and you're very uncomfortable with it. It does. The, as the seconds pass, you kind of do get like, Okay, a this is more a little more bit. On. 
This is because it's kind of hard to watch, but this is not the same as somebody saying it and slipping or saying it once in a random conversation referring to something else. I mean, it's it's but over and over. I think and over they're taken out of context too. A hundred percent. I oh, think agree, all of them. Agree. Every instance was he had guests on, and like I said, it wasn't like Joe Rogan was out just saying racist vitriol into the airwaves. He had guests on that were having topics, and some of these topics, they discussed that word. Sometimes it, they were discussing a news thing where someone called someone that, and they talked about it on the podcast. I, I don't think we, we asked this question to everybody off air. You know, We were like, is Joe Rogan a racist? And we all said no. No. But does that – I mean, does that matter for cancel culture? Cancel culture only thing – I mean, they the guidelines for cancel culture, you say the N-word, you say something racist – Action is required. You're right. pretty much immediately canceled, unless you're Whoopi Goldberg or you know someone on the hardcore left. Then you can say racist things and nothing happens to you. I mean, a lot of people tend to forget Joe Rogan first was a comedian, and comedians by nature just don't have a filter. They he he wasn't setting out to be racist, but he he knew probably when he was discussing those things that. That's you know it would be viewed that way. It's going to be viewed that way. But when he says it in the in his in his topic in the moment, you can tell he just doesn't give a shit. And that's just how comedians yeah. are. They don't care if your feelings get hurt. He's not saying that to hurt your feelings. He's just saying words. But I mean, and again, I think it's, context it's not a good. It's a not lot. a good. It's not a good look. Yeah. What well, you, uh, as a prediction, do you think he will when everything the dust settles two weeks from now? Is he canceled? Does he lose Spotify? Does he just quit Spotify and think, you know what, I was pretty successful just doing this on YouTube? Adrian, what do you think about the whole thing to begin with? I think he's done for. <laughs> you think it? Uh, no shit. Oh, done for. Dude, is. Uh, I mean, we, we've just been seeing this all too often, too yeah. much. I mean. Uh, it's kind of ironic that he always talks about it and how he's against all Do you think it. it's vindicated that that happens? Do I think it's vindicated? No, I mean. Uh, I don't, you know, like, I, I agree with everything that Joseph said. The dude's a comedian. He doesn't have a filter. Um, his show, is, he's, he's saying his opinions. Everybody has opinions, and he says his opinions on the show, and you either are, are going to like him or you're not. Yeah, you never, you um, don't have to listen to him. Yeah, and you don't have to listen to him. You don't, if you don't like his opinions, don't listen to his show, you know. Um it sucks, uh, but yeah, I think I think he's done for. Like everything, UFC, yeah, all everything. of it. You think he's done? No, he'll still be on UFC. I don't know. Like I think if you, I think I, if, he'll still I think be on. As far as UFC is pretty rough and, and rugged, with right? Him. But if he gets canceled from one thing, I could see them doing that to another. I mean, I get that they're not at, like the NFL or the NBA. Daniel White's just a, kind of a different breed, but. Um, then the businessmen that run the other things. Look, I think. If, if if Dana White. Still uh, allowed John Jones to fight however many fights he still fought after all of his bullshit. That's true. Then he's still going to keep Joe Rogan as a commentator. That's true. But I don't. I don't see him continuing um, having his show on on Spotify. I've, you, I've fallen with Adrian that he'll be canceled completely. So what about you two? I don't think he will be. Like cancel completely means different things, I guess. Because I'm saying, Adrian, it sounds like you're just saying like Spotify's done. But yeah, could yeah, he, yeah. Will he come and do his show someplace else? Um, I don't know. Like when you say done for, I take that as like he's so I think vilified I, that he can't go on and do fucking anything. I think his podcast, I think, is going to be done. But like, I, I still think he'll do UFC. But I don't see, I see his podcast being pretty much sh- shut down. <laughs> I don't think it will 
be shut down. I think he's just too much of an influence and his, his podcast has grown so large and respected by many, many people. I think a lot of people are going to have his back and he just generates a lot of revenue for Spotify. I mean, he joined Spotify for a reason so they could benefit financially so he can make more money. I just don't think they're going to completely do away with Joe Rogan and take down all of his material. It's too, it weighs too heavy for me to, to believe that that's going to be a reality. But like I was, but like I was kind of explaining earlier, like Spotify um, doesn't need Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan needs Spotify more than Spotify needs Joe Rogan. Can I mean, can can Spotify afford to just say bye to Joe Rogan? Oh, can yeah. they afford? Yeah. I mean, I think they could, but they don't necessarily. That's not their first choice, and they want to do whatever they can to, to rectify this and not lose because him. Because people people don't pay for Spotify Premium to listen to Joe Rogan. I yeah, I agree. Like I was listening to Joe Rogan. Like his podcast was still on every podcast service, even Spotify before. He signed this deal. You could just go and listen to it wherever you wanted, not just YouTube and watch the video. So it's like, yeah, I agree. Like, did it, him going sp- only putting his podcast only on Spotify because you can't get it anywhere else now. And this this whole thing might fuck him because he could have already been on something, and that would have been up to another company because of this, you know, situation to decide. Okay, well, Spotify's pulling, but we don't have to. That'll bring more people here. He's not on any of those platforms anymore, so I, I think this him to get on those platforms again. I don't know. Some platform's going to risk it all and have him on because he's so huge. Like he's maybe. such an influence. Like Someone's going to grab him. Joseph, you haven't really given a definitive answer on whether or not, on how you think this will fall with him. I, I will say this. You can't cancel a comedian. Comedians can only cancel themselves. And... This isn't a situation where he canceled himself. This was something that kind of like we have all we can all agree that those 24 instances of the N word while a, a white man, that's a different argument for a different day. If, oh, should a white man ever say the N word in any context, whether he's an actor in a role or on a podcast discussing other things or in his car or anything like that. That's a different topic for another day, but we can we all agree that every 24 instance was in some kind of conversation piece. He wasn't just out spouting racist racist vitriol and all this stuff it wasn't it wasn't negligent or or it wasn't like what kramer did yeah meaning to y'all remember that oh yeah that was just outright racist outright racist yeah he he panicked he didn't know how to respond to a heckler and he just said everybody look at the n-word oh we got an n-word it's an n-word everybody and that's totally utterly wrong he should have known better in that context like louis ck he's he's already been wait gone way too long he should already have been back by now he didn't get canceled, or he got canceled, but he di- he didn't do anything that would where he can't come back, and he should have already came back. I disagree, man. He didn't assault anybody. He asked permission to do that. It's fucking weird. Was, it is weird. I was laughing at <laughs> the comeback. It's come back. Come back. Oh, I was laughing. Oh, okay. at Okay, I was, thought you were like, oh, I don't no, know. No, we're not going back on that one. That was a funny. That was a that was a fun. In reality, every, if, if we're abiding by the standards that society has now, everybody should be canceled. Because we all make mistakes. We all have... See, and I miss the standard of... We have examples of what legit true racism is. When people go to their breaking point and they don't... They lash out, but instead of lashing out at inanimate objects or something, they lash out at a person and they're very specific and their nature, their tendencies of actually being racist or prejudiced, whatever it is, are exposed. And then we have clear-cut examples 
like this appears to be of not racism. So why have the lines blurred all of a sudden? And by all of a sudden, I mean over the last couple of years. I can't really answer that as... So the social injustices just, that have happened. Pe- people, the, the awareness is heightened. You know, Social time. media. People realize they can say whatever the fuck they want or you can't on social media. And the, every individual is the, the smartest, most best person in the world. And so when people have that mentality, they are not going to allow you to say a fucking thing. Because if you get to have a voice, I get to have one too. And so I, I don't think Joe Rogan's canceled. I think it ruins his deal with Spotify, but he's the type I'm going to Joe Rogan doesn't give a fuck about that lady putting his compilation out there. What, whether was he right or wrong? That's, that's a completely different thing saying. I'm just saying he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't, he apologized and he said, yeah, it looks bad. He, he's a, he addressed it right away. Both issues with the vax misinformation and then, you know the the inward stuff. He's addressed them right out of the gate publicly. I don't agree that the shit I don't he think said he's going to go anywhere. I mean, it's not. He's just vast majority of the he's stuff bringing I in this disagrees misinformation. This professional in their in their career, and they gave the masses their perspective. I th- I think the bigger question in this whole thing is the the thing that nobody's asking and nobody's looking at, and it's the most important thing is. Dave Chappelle still going to be his friend after this? <laughs> Will Dave still be his friend? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like, I, I was a joke, but I was just saying like, how do you think he feels about it? Like, what would what would another comedian, especially a black, comedian, I can hear, I can see Dave Chappelle saying, "This isn't an issue of everything in the world that we could have an issue. Why are you making something that's not an issue?" And he's, he's intelligent enough to to take a look at the I context. Can, I can of see Dave going both the conversations, on honestly. I could also, uh, yeah. Because being a black man, in you can general, hear him saying initially, "Joe fucked up." He I said that him, shit. He fucked up. He shouldn't have said that stuff. I could see him making the joke of something like, "Well, that's way one too many there, Joe." <laughs> like, <laughs> something like that. I was like, I was with you after the first one, but after after twenty three, goddamn. <laughs> it is. It is. It's very uncomfortable to listen to that. In like, it's like a 30, 45 second clip where it's just over and over. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, he should have not went there even if even if the the guests were they were talking about talking about that word you know shouldn't have shouldn't have said said it (laughs) it's isn't it weird like that uh just as human beings in general like i I, i'm i know racism is terrible and everything um but isn't it weird that uh how words are so effective to people still like because of it, I don't think it's the word in general, like the N word or fuck. Um, like, you know, you say fuck around somebody that's old or a woman or in a church, you know, that's vilified. It's like, why are, why are, why are words so hurtful? I think it's more of the way somebody delivers something behind it. I guess, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? The connotation behind the intent. Of how that word's being used, or like all words are terrible, or no words are terrible, and you know what I mean. Like, but but at the same time, there are other words. It's like, like the N word's probably, probably the worst. Yeah, I would think as far as words you could say to somebody. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, moving on. I don't know. My my brain was talking and trying to catch up. So (laughs) you're good. What's the last great show that you binged recently? 
I haven't completed it, but I finally convinced my wife to watch Game of Thrones after we watched all of Yellowstone. Which, if you watch Yellowstone, this last season fucking sucked. Uh, and we're watching. She wanted to watch 1883, so we're watching that. But we're watching Game of Thrones, and I I love that show. I thought it was a great show. We're like beginning of season three. It's it's the so one. So you're rewatching it. Re, I'm rewatching you're, it. She's you're introducing watching it, for the first it to time. her. Yeah. Does she enjoy it as much as you did? No. 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 She doesn't like the blood and the gore and the nudity. She's very naive, closed off person. So. It's but it's fucking great. It's man. good nudity, though. It's good nudity. Everybody that's naked yeah. in Game of Thrones is yeah. good naked. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's a valid point to make. What are yeah. you, you binging? Uh, the last show I binged what was Yellowstone, actually. Um, I had contemplated watching it for a while, um, but I didn't really want to. Mainly, mainly the main reason why I, I didn't want to watch Yellowstone is because I I'm not a fan of Kevin Costner. I don't know why. I, just, I, I agree with that. I'm, I just I'm don't. Either. I just don't care for his movies. I don't. I'm just not a Kevin Costner fan. Yeah, he's he's not been in anything like but, uh, that can hold my attention. Yeah, but then when this fourth season started, everybody, a lot of my friends and stuff on Facebook were talking about how excited they were for the new season, and there were so many people talking about it i was like like how good is this show you know like so i was and i just so happened to have peacock um and it was uh the first three seasons were on there so i was like i'm not watching anything else so i might as well just give it a try and i i got hooked so it is with the first with with the first episode yeah damn i really like have you not seen it no my wife's watched it all i i don't like it for better or worse like when something i like discovering things on my own because I think when you follow hype, and I'm not saying people watch Yellowstone just to follow a hype, but it is a flavor of the week kind of thing. It's very popular right now. A lot of people are talking about it. They, mainly in this town because they're filming this, the, the prequel or whatever here, 18... What yeah, is it? 83. 1883. Everybody uh, is very into that show i think when you follow something popular it kind of clouds your judgment of how good something really is in versus just clicking something and just saying kind of like mm. fuck it let's see um i don't know i haven't watched it but i did that with the walking dead and man the walking dead was way better than i thought ever thought me and james used to talk shit on that because uh, we had friends that would watch it and we were like this is f- who gives a fuck watch parties <laughs> Every and then, week. And then we finally ended up watching it, and we actually liked it. Yeah, there, but it got to the, a point where I wasn't interested anymore. And the reason why is because I, I have a theory. Like, after five, like, if it's a drama series that's high budget, something about after five, it's it starts to decline. You know what I have to say about that? That's when we stopped watching it was after five. After we watched five. it from the beginning and started, yeah. and I was like, all right, it's the same goddamn show. Yep, I'm done. Mm-hmm. It's lost all of its fun because I love zombies and I still to this day I love zombies. I love zombie movies. It almost turned zombies off. Yeah. After season five, it was terrible. Uh, Very redundant. I quit watching after. I don't know. I don't remember which season this was, but I quit watching uh, for spoiler alert, I guess. Whenever <laughs> Carl died, uh, that's when I quit watching it. Well, they, I didn't even know. I they say when Negan uh, killed, um, when they were all on their knees. And he killed a few of them. He that really Lynn. ruined the show. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing: is is that is is 
Negan kills Glenn in the comics too. Yeah. So it's like if you, so that was really, going to happen if you were a so fan. if you if you read the comics, but most before people you don't. watch the show. <laughs> then everybody yeah. already kind of knew that Glenn was going to die. And he die. beats their face in with the baseball bat. Yes. I, I, Lucille or whatever he calls it. Yeah. Pr- proud I, of AMC for doing it that way too. They went. They did. They did well on that show of pushing boundaries of what you can actually show in terms of gore and things. So proud of them for that. But it, it, I think it still has moments after season five, like the whole thing with the governor and all that is after season five. I think it's like six. Um, no, the, the governor is like season two. No. Yeah, in a little town. Yeah, the he's town? the That's yeah like the governor. The governor, isn't it? The governor. The governor's tw- at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Is Either that way, show like, still on? The governor's like one of is. the first. Yeah. One of the first enemies that they come yeah. across. But like Shameless, Shameless got bad after five. It wasn't good after five. Game of Thrones after I was seven and eight are terrible. See, I disagree with Shameless because I still watch that show and crack up almost every single episode. It's but it lost its. I, if you watch those first at least three seasons. It it does comedy and drama and sadness so well. Oh yeah, no doubt that they decline. The drama and the acting has gotten so shit. The only good character in Shameless, uh, and I finished it, is Lip. Yeah. He's the only one that had an arc. Yeah, and he's the only one like they fucked up Fiona's character so bad. Yeah, and she had she not had the actress. She she's she's quality. amazing. She's yeah. gorgeous um, oh, as yeah. a human being. Like my god, but how is she as a as like a fruit? Like what? She still, what she'd no, still no, be you, hot. You said she's gorgeous she'd as a human be being. If she was a fruit, she'd would you still, still be, be gorgeous. Attractive? Why you got bringing in that shit, man? <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me, tell me, what you think about the the orange. I'm just saying, like after five shows, tend to decline. Like we haven't finished it yet, but we will. Uh, Breaking Bad only has four seasons or five seasons. Five. Yeah. They knew. They fucking knew. <laughs> yeah, they 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 ended Breaking Bad. That's that. They ended Breaking Bad at the, the right, perfect time. perfect time. And they Same ended it perfectly. No spoilers, please, because I'm not done. Yeah, they, they ended it perfectly, and uh, that's what, to me, makes it one of the best shows of all time. Aren't they I coming like out it. with a movie? They did. They came, they came out with a movie. That Straight came to Netflix. Out, they, they went out on Netflix. It was okay. Frankie Muniz is in it. It's kind of weird. And it is a sequel, correct? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it, it basically follows um, Jesse... Right after the end of season five. Okay. James, what about you? What's your Um, latest binge? Archive 81. I was going to go back to it. I was just going to say real quick, uh, Sopranos mainly is what I've been binging. I guess if you had to say binge. So have you finished it? No. Never mind. Yeah, please. I'm not going to say anything because that's a great show. Holy fuck. I can't believe. I guess I was too young. I was only like 14 when it came out. I remember my uncle, my two uncles watching it all the time. And... I was just like, man, this looks kind of boring. And you're a kid, and you don't understand, like, mafia. It's, like, the perfect... Besides Goodfellas, it's the best mob thing I've ever seen put on screen. It's so good. And I started it a few weeks ago on HBO Max because I had never watched it, and I've only got a few episodes in. But, yeah, that's the one I want to keep watching. Like, goddamn, it's it good. makes me sad. Like, I'm not even done. but I And I saw things, other things that he was in, but, damn, it sucks James Gandolfini's dead. It fucking sucks. He's a damn good actor. Yeah. You know, he was uh, he was asked to do a cameo on The Office. I, and I've heard and HBO story. paid him, like, millions of dollars to not do the cameo. Mm. Yeah. 
to not throw because I, I think he was going to do it like as his as his character because the show. the show was still going on when it it was like the final season of the sopranos or something but they were they the office was just starting yeah it was like season two and it was like the final season of sopranos and uh they didn't want it to fuck with people not taking tony soprano seriously yeah, yeah that's smart I recently binged um, Archive 81. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Never heard of it. It's only There's only one season. There's going to be a second season coming up. I don't know when they're going to release it, but I've seen, it's I've seen really the, good. I've seen the trailer. It's on Netflix, right? It's on I've Netflix, seen Archive yeah. 81? Kind of like a, it's a, kind of like a dark. So an archivist, he's, he's restoring these videotapes, um, and he's trying to figure out what happened to this, this girl in 1994. She was um, doing um, like a dissertation uh, paper and she was researching this building called the Visser apartment building. This isn't going to be spoilers in any way, is it? No, but within the building, there's a bunch of strange people that live there and they're a part of a demonic cult. And that's all I'm going to tell you. Hmm. It's really I'm, good. I'm intrigued. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It's very good. I thought it had something to do about aliens at first. Like no. when I first saw the thing, I thought it was a documentary and me and Brianna, she's like, you want to watch this? James and Estella said it's really good. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's watch it. And I was under the impression it was a <laughs> like documentary of of UFOs and then it wasn't that. It was a drama and I was just like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> it's horror fiction. It's good. You got to you got to give it another shot. I no, I heard it I heard it's like it's like Black Mirror, right? It's it was kind of it was number one on Netflix for a long time. I don't know if it still is, but it's, but that's an underrated show, by the way, too. Black Mirror. Have y'all seen that? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I've heard of it, but it's fucking good, dude. Like it's so it's kind of like a new Twilight Zone. Every episode is its own story, and it's basically the premise of it all is is it's all all of them are based in the future on some sort of technology that kind of. Is gonna how how basically technology fucks with us, um, like one of the. I'll kind of give kind of a. Uh, it's not spoilers for anything in the episode, but one of the ones that's one of my favorites is uh, this dude. He comes home. He's a uh, his. He plays this video game like on his PlayStation um, after work to kind of unwind. Him and his boy like it's. I think it's like NFL or something, and they're playing that, and then they're like they wanted to get a new game, and it's a fighting game, and uh, his friend says it's on the new console that's coming out it's vr only and he finally talks him into getting it and they go in and they are those people like it's live action they are the fighters like it's it's these two dudes uh in the suburbs in new york or whatever sitting on their couches and then it goes into like a forest setting and one of the dudes is now this uh asian dude that kind of looks like a uh scorpion kind of guy and then there's like the the katana girl and they they start out fighting. Well, then they start saying it's so real. They felt the kicks. They felt the punches. Damn, you're hot because you're a chick. I'm sorry, bro. Like back and forth and everything. And they start fucking inside the game. And they start having this affair with each other inside the game. And it just it's little things like that. Like it's just how technology can ruin us. Well, that that, that one's real interesting. Well, I, I can. Only thing I have to say about that is there is no kind of technology that's going to make me want to fuck you. <laughs> but, um, you know, that I, I like the idea of kind of like a newer Twilight Zone thing, but with a spin on technology. That's cool. I it, like the concept. Cool. It's cool. I, I'm a huge horror fan. I don't know if y'all are into horror like I am, but if, Some, if you're into it, it, like horror mystery, it's a vortex of mystery in this, in this show. You got to watch it. It's mm-hmm. good. I like it. I like more of like the 
the dark mystery things. Like not necessarily horror, uh, but I like it like when it's kind of like a like a uh, I guess like a noir film film noir. Like it's dark. And it's kind of like it's sorrowy. It's it's like Shutter it's, Island. Yeah, it's always rainy for some reason, yeah. and it's <laughs> like dark and gritty. The, this one will have you Washington wanting <laughs> wanting to watch the next episode to figure out what's going on because it takes a while to figure out what the fuck's going on. I generally That's do good. not like those shows that are really slow building. And I'll just say one thing before we uh, go ahead. No, no, I was just say I, I uh, for, thought of totally forgot we just finished this Midnight Mass. Me and Brianna watched that. Have y'all seen that too? Went to it a couple of times. It's the it's Church. the third movie by uh, the guy that did the Haunting of Bly Manor and the Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Those two, it that he likes to use the same actors, and it's basically the next one that he did, and it's. If you haven't seen the haunting of those, Hill always House, started out yeah, great, and then the they just, I don't know. They I loved them both. Fell off after a while. You know the I, I generally the the ones I really get scared of, and I still get haunted sometimes. Like I'll have this dream from the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. It's on HBO Max, and I've had this dream multiple times, and I'm walking past that fucking house, and it's in that. Have you ever seen the movie? No. But. It's, anyway, okay, so it's a farmhouse, and it's a setting, and it's uh, she goes to this setting multiple times, I guess, when she's talking to uh, the angel or talking to the, the body of Christ that's supposed to be helping her through this exorcism and things like that. And I have this dream that I'm walking past the house, and I see her on, like, the front steps. And this is a part of the movie as well where she's on, like, the front porch rocking back and forth, and the priest walks out to the car. And then all of a sudden she's up in her fucking bedroom just staring at him. Just clearly possessed and stuff. And I'll have this dream still where I'll be walking past the house. And the further I get away from the house, like the higher up she moves in the house. And then when I get close to like the fence and she's at the house, then she starts like coming down. And then the further I get away, the closer she gets to me. And it's fucking creepy. It's just the little girl that was in the house on Lewis Lane. That's who it is. Oh, dude, don't fuck with that shit. (laughs) Sorry, that's a lot of F words, but. That's exactly who it is. Oh, we we need to dude, do we need to do more paranormal. No, because I had dreams about that when it the movie is. came hey, out. Hey, paranormal is my it's the cuckoo. It's my favorite <laughs> for sure. Um, I hadn't seen that movie, but I have you heard the real exorcism, the recording tape that's on YouTube? No, oh, it's creepy. Don't want to. You want to play it on here? No, nope, sure could. don't. You want to be scared? <laughs> no, like that's the whole thing. I stopped. Like those are the only movies that actually really scare me. Are demon movies. Which is so I don't bizarre. Watch it, you like, is it kind of like, is it kind of the like yeah, I, I don't, don't want to go fucking with it. I don't. Yeah, I don't like watching like The Conjuring and. Oh, I love them. I love paranormal. I don't like that horror. shit. Why I, true I, crime? I'm, I'm more into like. Why don't you like it? Either? Slasher type movies. Um. Is it a religious thing? N- no, because because I'm not a religious person. But I feel like like movies like that like they linger oh, with they you, like right? Make they make you it feels real. Make me feel like fuck. Like, like you would like you're gonna like, turn around when it's like, dark outside, they make you right? Feel paranoid, right? Like does hell really exist and am I going there? <laughs> yeah. So, so so you're so you're so you're a pussy. So you are, no you you do you do fear it from a religious standpoint then. Like, I guess yeah. kind that of. you're not religious. You're like, oh fuck, maybe I should be. Yeah. Because I could be this one day. Yeah. <laughs> I have think we've seen, all thought that at least once. Adrian, since you like the slasher movies, have you seen the new screen? Uh no, I have not. I haven't either. I Is want it out? to. 
Yeah. Yeah. And HBO then, Max, right? No, no, no. I think it's I think it's only in theaters at I the pro- moment. I'll probably I'm wait. I'm pretty sure it. it's HBO Max. Uh, no, because I have HBO Max and I just watched Grand I'll, 4 I'll, and they didn't have it. I'll probably myself. I'll probably wait for it to come out to stream, though. <laughs> I probably won't go yeah. see it in theaters. I'm not a big fan of the slasher movies. I love slasher Like Michael movies. Myers, you're just, a big Michael was, Myers fan. They were cheesy. Yes. I, love I love those. I love, I love Halloween. The, yeah. the, the, I love Scream. The costumes of Michael, Freddy. Uh, Jason, Jason and uh, Ghostface. probably Ghostface from Scream. I don't know, they Those just went overboard with all the different movies, like they did Freddy versus Jason. And they're just so they were unbelievable. Just so, act, I don't like that. The acting was always terrible in those. Yeah. Have you have you seen the trailer for the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. No. No, to, no, those never scared it's, me. It's supposed to be a direct sequel the to one the that, 70s, Jessica Bill one? but it's oh. gonna no uh, of the original. It's supposed <laughs> to be a direct Bill. sequel from from the original. Mm. Um, and so it cancels all the sequels. It, they're basically doing what what Halloween did in, in, in twenty in twenty eighteen. They 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 do a sequel to the original, canceling out all those shitty sequels that were mm-hmm. that came out in the eighties and stuff like that. You know, the one that came out when we were in high school was was scary to me, the, and I hadn't seen the, it since. The one with Jessica Biel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's so hot in that oh, movie. Yeah. yeah, like oh my god, <laughs> like that one was pretty intense. Yeah. It was it was cool. Like, which it, that one was yeah, a, that's cool. Which that one was <laughs> technically a, cool, a cool remake, movie. right? That yeah. one was technically a remake of the original. Because you know they were at the at that time in the early two thousands they were remaking all those movies from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Like they remade Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, they remade uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Freddy versus Jason was god awful. So just like Alien yeah, versus terrible. Predator. Are any of y'all big fans of the Conjuring? Yeah. Universe. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. Yes, I liked it. I thought it was. I liked the the take of reality, mm-hmm. and and then the documented Hollywood, cases Hollywood from stuff. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. It's pretty cool that they. Uh, She's a gorgeous actress too. They just make her look older yeah. in those movies, but um, she was the girlfriend from The Departed. Anyway, what about the Conjuring? You know, I mean, I'm a big fan of them, but none of you guys like them. I like them. I mean, I like ghosty type shit, like like, but I'm more along the lines of like The Shining and like Doctor Sleep. Did you? But, did you like Strangers? I never saw that. That to me is one of the scariest movies. I think it's called The Strangers. It's a uh, I don't know the other guy, Liv Tyler movie, uh, and they go off and they're basically attacked by these three people in mass that come in and they scare them and shit like that and try to kill them. So is that is that like the scariest like like to you? Is that like what what's the one scary movie that like makes you jump? Jump like like I, I don't like I, makes you really scared. Strangers, because it's just, it's just I know it's just three about, yeah. people. And they're just crazy, and they want to kill. But that's someone. a thriller. That to me, like that's the first. Uh, what's that stupid movie that they beat the dead horse over? The the one day of the year where you can kill people. Purge. Yeah, the first one was good with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like that's. But see, those, those. Yeah, that's a thriller. Purge is, Purge is different though. Snuff yeah. film almost. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. No, I don't like that. No, Strangers was just scary because, of course, it was back when it was pre-COVID, so there was. A, theater full of people and anytime you go see a scary movie full with with a bunch of people in there to me it's always scarier because everybody's scared and then there's that lingering moment i think it's way scarier to be like i just remember being a teenager trying to watch something scary in my room with the lights off in my own bedroom by myself that was way scarier to me. i got freaked out watching are you afraid of the dark in like second yeah i could never watch horror movies when i was a kid alone it's great 
I think the movie that made me jump the most was The Descent. Not scary. The Descent. What's the, what's that one? That's the one where those women go fucking um, spelunking. Spelunking in like these caves. Oh, and, and there's, there's, like, there's like a creature in there. There's like creatures that live in there, and they can't see you, but they they can hear you. Yeah, they're <laughs> they make those fucking noises down there. But no, that's what you like. <laughs> so they start hearing that like in the beginning, and they're just like, "What's that sound?" Just, oh, it's just rocks falling. That's what they think because they're cave diving. Um, yeah, I I don't know about. But then there's all but but then there's like nothing but females. There's a all female cast, and there's so of course there's like female there's like female drama. Yes, and then so like like one of them like your titty came out again, Stacy. One of them fucked the other one's husband, and you know some real drama. So yeah, like shit like that. So they're from Atlanta. So so somebody dies, and they don't even care that they died. Backing now, no, no, no. But it was that's that's a scary movie. I, I'm claustrophobic. Like any the idea though of going cave diving. Like I've got friends that they do it in Paladar Canyon all the time. I'm like that's that sounds mm-hmm. fucking stupid. There's a reason why that shit like says you might die. Yeah, no. I was reading a story recently of about a guy that uh, this was like in 2016. He was 22 or 24, and he went. Uh, he was married. Him and his wife went into a cave, and he went down this hole to try to get her to take a picture of him. She did, and the picture, you can find it on the internet. He's stuck, though, and they can't get him out. And then he starts to, like, panic, and then he can't breathe. Well, he ended up getting so stuck that, like, the fire department, the rescuers could not get him out without causing a major collapse. And so they couldn't get him out, and so they just they sat there for 27 hours while he died. They just watched this dude die because they couldn't get him out. Damn. Now that scares me. That scares me. I'm that's, done. I'm done. <laughs> that, that shit that's just real, like <laughs> falling in a fucking hole and not being able to get out, that's Well, yeah, scary. that's like, what's that James Franco movie? Oh, God, 27 hours or 13 hours? 127 hours. 127 hours. Yeah, where he cuts his arm off and that's a real story, drinks right? his own yeah, piss. He did that. <laughs> not that, James Franco. Somebody did that. I mean, <laughs> James Franco did With it. a dull-ass pocket knife, too. Like, he just oh, fucking... Man. That's crazy. Could you imagine movie is how crazy. bad that hurt? Out. Like how I have it. You know when you get a little skin thingy on your finger and it starts peeling back? I get anxiety sometimes ripping that thing off. I've I never, can't imagine cutting <laughs> off my fucking arm at the elbow. I cut my cuticle. God <laughs> <laughs> dang it, that hurts. How, uh, then it burns. Yes. I've never really looked up his story or seen the movie. How did he stop bleed from bleeding out? Did he cauterize it? Like light it on fire or what did he do i think he like wrapped he made a tourniquet, tourniquet like with his belt Jesus and like Christ. yeah because he wasn't far from too far from somewhere he was just far enough where nobody could hear him right right yeah. like he right. was able to like once he got out he was able to like walk a couple miles to the freeway or yeah something. and he he found like some two people that were these this couple that was hiking they're the ones that helped him and called the ambulance and That'd be fucking Oh, shit, Veronica, there's a guy with one arm. Can he chase it after us? He gets beaten to death. Yeah, that would be insane to stumble across. That's crazy. Not a movie that made me jump, really, but uh, I guess if we're going like a movie that is billed as a horror film or a scary movie, uh, the first, because it wasn't ran into the ground again, because people can't leave things alone, uh, the first paranormal activity was Mm. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because there wasn't anything like that. The only other film we had like that before something like that was like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Where it was like found footage or whatever. Um, And then there was... And that freaked me out as a kid. And then after Paranormal Activity came like 
uh, when you watch Cloverfield it now, you're like, or whatever. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Cloverfield was a good movie, but not it, not at the same level. But I would w- think. when the Blair Witch came out, that was pretty groundbreaking that they came up with that concept and it really drove a lot of people in. They everyone well, the wanted internet, to see it. The internet is what sold Blair Witch. Because it started getting sent out into forums and all these little discussions. Because boards. people, it was it, it came out at the perfect time. It came out right when the internet yeah. first was yeah. becoming popular, and it was like people were like, "Is this a real? The, no, this is a real mm. thing." Everyone and that's I remember authentic. hearing that when I was in middle school. Someone was like, "That movie's coming out on Friday, and that's the that's the real thing that happened. They're just putting it in the movies." Yeah, I remember that. It made it feel like it was real, yeah. it was especially real. back then. You you didn't know any better and. Dude, I think, I, went, your I think friend, I went you know? years with thinking that was like a legit found footage. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool, though. Because there was they, nothing really... That no. movie was so fucking boring. The only thing interesting that happens in that whole like two-hour-long movie is she finds the finger in the rag, and then the very end, everything else is super boring. And then maybe that night in the storm when they hear the witches running outside their tent. Do y'all remember the Blair Witch Project at all? Not that much. I remember bits and pieces of it. I remember at the end, they're in that house, and they're, like, trying to get out. And then... The little little thing sitting in the corner or whatever. Well, that was the friend just facing it, and then all that happens is the camera turns her, and she, like, screams. Yeah. You never see anything in that movie. Yeah. It was a big deal back then, though. Yeah. It really was. Uh, Signs freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. Because I... Like, and I've talked about this before... Uh, but those episodes are deleted, so um, <laughs> so we can talk about it again. But uh, like Signs is to me the best. I think the realest alien movie we'll ever get, besides actually something happening, because every alien movie is like Will Smith's gonna be there to save the day or something. Like they have to always involve us fighting them. This was just a family that lived on a farm I, with I, no defense, and you did like that's how it would be like. You wouldn't know what's happening to the rest of the world, especially if you lived somewhere rural, because you're only going to be concerned with right there. And if no news or anything's coming in, that's all you know. Is and it was just so real. I agree so with real. you a hundred percent, except for the stupid water twist. That's the, the, the dumbest thing in the world. Is it though? Because they're a, they're aliens. We don't know anything about them, 80, and, and neither are these farm people. Eighty percent of the of the world. Is covered in water. Yeah, why would they come here in the first place? 80%. And then if they're watching us and they've been doing this for as long as aliens have been doing it, they, do they not know that we're 80% water too? I hate And we drink it all so the time? Much. I know. But I agree with you. <laughs> watching that movie scared enjoy the crap anything. out of me. But yeah, it was creepy. It was great. I think the best alien movie is A Quiet Place. Are those aliens? Or are they just monsters? Well, yeah, because if, if you watch the that second was... one, the, seen the, yeah, second, the second one, one. Mm-hmm. explains how they got to Earth. And they get to Earth yeah, in a ship. Them. There's a ship in Wait, the sky. Wait, there's a second one? Yes. Yep. Or yeah, I knew there was. last year. The, the, I didn't know it was out yet. There's going to be a third one, isn't there? There should be. There should the, be. The way there's a cliffhanger ended, at the end. The way it ended, yeah. there, there's probably going to be a third one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yes, yeah, so they are. I heard they're making the prequel now with John Krasinski will be in it. And this is going to be like how it happened. And they didn't like water either. Well, that's the second. The, the second no. one. Oh, is that what the second John, one is? Because John Krasinski's in the second oh, one too he? at the beginning. It's just it showing flashbacks. Yeah, it's going. The, it starts out as a flashback, and how they got to Earth. Oh, and okay. So there's like a they show a ship in the sky, and that's how they got here. So they're. I'm going to assume that they're aliens. You want to watch? <laughs> yeah, a good, they're, just, they're they, just aliens. They're that extraterrestrial look like for sure. Yeah. You want to watch a good show with uh, John Krasinski in it? 
if you love you some John Krasinski. Yes, The Office. No, well that that, <laughs> that is a good show. Always, John uh, but uh, Tom Clancy's uh, Ryan, Jack Ryan Jack Ryan on yeah. Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's got two seasons. God, it needs a third. It's super good, and it sucks because the second one ends on a cliffhanger. So they better make a third one. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really good. I, I would say. And I think we've talked about this one before, but again, like Joseph said, that episode's gone. Um, best alien movie in terms of horror alien movie to me is The Fourth Kind. Oh, yeah. We're th- that's the one where they, they sit with a therapist, right, and recount their yeah. abduction yeah, experiences. they were abducted, and, and that shit gets a little... It's I mean, in Alaska. It gets, yeah, yeah. And it, and it plays into because that, that area in Alaska has had lots of missing people that have been reported and things like that. Um, and that's a real filling movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, and that there's a lot of found footage that they have in there. They use footage from her her actual sessions, and they put the the actual footage session, which is still fake. Um, and then they have the the movie session, the the made one that's made for the movie side by side as mm. it's playing, and so you can see kind of the juxtaposition of it. But that's a good scary movie. That's cool. The fourth yeah. kind. Aliens, of course. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, she's so hot. Remember, and a lot of people get it wrong. The first one is just called Alien. Alien. Yeah. And then the oh, sequel's Alien. Aliens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so that's why a lot of people get them confused. Uh, that That's a good movie, man. Like, Alien is great. No, man. Mars Attacks. That's my favorite. <laughs> that, that, that. <laughs> I had all of the uh, toys growing up. All of the aliens. I had the spaceships. That that that. I made the kids watch it with me a, a few weeks ago. I bet they laughed. I bet they loved yeah, it. Yeah, they liked it's it. So stupid, goofy. We watched Signs too together. It's a good movie, man. I haven't seen I Signs had to, in a while. I had to make them sit down and watch that one. Hey, that's a that's a good one. That's a that's Macaulay Culkin's little brother. That's Fuller. Yeah. From yeah, Fuller, and Wa- Joaquin from, Phoenix is in it too. Yeah, right? Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Dakota, not Dakota Fanning. L. Yeah. Uh, L. Fanning. No. She's not related to any Dakota, is she? I don't know. Dakota Fanning, L. L. Fanning is one of them. Uh, this no, is just that's a little oh, that's Abigail, Abigail Breslin. Breslin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. nice, nah, weird. James, what about you? What is your best alien horror movie, or just alien movie? You said Mars Since, Attacks. Yeah, Mars. Attacks. <laughs> oh, I thought you're. <laughs> no, I'm looking up on Men's Health. There's a there's a ranking list here of of all of the top. 41 most popular on men's health yeah dude well, men's health weird. is the best magazine you've never read like it's so good like it has like little articles of not just fitness stuff it has starship troopers yeah starship troopers as arrival I, how high I, I, well, this <laughs> is, it's it's higher than arrival so they got that right <laughs> starship troopers is great do you remember the movie it's not really an alien movie but uh the movie uh phenomenon with john travolta oh yeah that's a good fucking movie. That is a good movie. That might be one of his most underrated films. You ever seen that, Adrian? I think I saw it a long, long time that ago. That has a great Eric Clapton song in Wasn't it. Wasn't he um, like dying? Or no, he got the power and it killed uh, him because uh, like radiation or something, yeah, right? But yeah. I really liked Super 8 too. And Super that's what Stranger Things is kind of based yeah, on. Those kids yeah, dude, sold that movie. That's such a good movie. It's a good movie. And I think what did I, there's something interesting about that movie, the production of it, and I can't remember. But there's something super interesting about it. That was a J.J. Abrams movie. That was like one of his first, wasn't it? No. That uh, was when well, he was he did at his it, he peak on Star Trek. He did it after Star Trek. Yeah, it's J.J. Abrams. Super 8 is super cool. I didn't mean to say that. It just happened. <laughs> yeah, that's a good movie. I love Stranger Things. I'm looking forward to what the next season this year. Season Was it season four that's coming out this year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Men in Black's got to be on there. The yeah, first Men in one, Black's right? in there. Um, Independence Day. Muppets from Space. <laughs> 1999. 
Dude, the Muppets are awesome. Arrival, I think, is the number one. And that uh, came out. Arrival was a good movie, but it's not the best. I mean, Prometheus was better, which is kind of like the um, what's prequel the one, to Alien. What's the one with Seth Rogen where they find that dude? Paul. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. It's a funny no, movie. no, no, no. Yeah, That's it not is. Paul. No. Yes, it is. Paul, Seth Rogen's not with Paul. Uh, no, That's it's, Simon Pegg and... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, then. but yeah, well, yeah, Seth Rogen is Paul. Yes, yeah, Seth Rogen is yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. He's in yeah, that. Right. That's yeah. a good. That's a funny movie too. And Close Encounters of the Third Kind is number two. Number three is Alien, 1979, and then Aliens, 1986, and Prometheus is number five. Now, can we just do an appreciation topic real quick? Just talking about movies that were kind of in the 90s. How sure, good yeah. is Jurassic Park? That was the very first movie I ever saw in a theater. Same, same. Jurassic Park. Me too. It came out in 94. My mom took me. Right. Uh, 93. 93. 93. 1993. Good, good movie. My mom took me and a friend. Yeah. I don't remember it because I was We were like, like five six. or six, yeah. I remember we saw it over at uh, Pucket Plaza. It used to have a dollar movie. Yes, off of Thirty Fourth and mm-hmm. Bell. Yes, that's where we went and saw and it too. We yeah. probably the same goddamn showing. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where my mom took me. It yeah. used to be on the side where Giovanni's and the subway is. That was a movie theater. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We went to go see uh, a few good men there. Is that where Big Lots sure. is now? Is that the where, where the theater was? No, it's no, on the other it side. was. It, it was, was on the side where Giovanni's and Subway on that back left side. Like when you pull, if you Giovanni's. There's a Giovanni's. Pescaraz? No, there's a Giovanni's there now. Oh, fuck. I'm thinking 45th and Bell. That was the video store. Oh, yeah, Hollywood the video. Side. That was Hollywood video at 45th and Bell. But yes, Adrian. I think now it's like a women's gym, like Curves or something. Yes, now. that's where the yeah. theater was. That's, that's where, like where Buns Over Texas yes, is. It was, yeah, it was uh, catacorning to that When did that Hackers gym? come out? Because yeah. I remember going to see Hackers at the one off of I-40. Like 95? There's yeah, there's the it used to be off I forty um in Coulter area. That was that the theater. Oh yeah. That was like my Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, was, yeah, kinda tucked back into there. That was the movie where I realized I was a lesbian. Oh no was, shit. Yeah. Was Hacker? Really? Yeah. Angelina really? Jolie. Okay. I had I had the biggest crush <laughs> on Angelina Jolie. The well, biggest crush. Okay, I didn't know if you went like with a friend or something. So you were and it was very like, young. Uh, like a date kind of thing. I never I didn't I didn't see hackers in, in, in the theater. Um I, I, well, yeah, you wouldn't sure. have been on a date seeing hackers. That no, like a no. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like eight when it came out. Yeah, nine. But yeah, that was she. Uh, she, was, she was hot in the nineties. She's still hot. Yeah, yeah, but no, like Jurassic Park. Like it's, I was, I was reading something that was, it was talking about what is the perfect film, and that to me has to be one of them. There isn't anything. It is wrong. pretty perfect. It's a great like, movie. Even the cinematography, because it had so many practical effects in it. But like the, even the three D animation, while obvious today, is still like the first scene when they see the brontosaurus or brachiosaurus or whatever, and animatronic. And they well, no, the first time they see it with the brachiosaurus, they look to the left and they see uh, it's when they're she's, okay. look, she's I'm looking thinking at of the triceratops. Yeah, she's looking at the plant. And Alan turns yeah. her head because she's not paying attention. Even that, by today's standards, is still not bad. It, it's believable. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole the, – they took the adaption. If you've ever read the Michael Crichton's book, it's so boring. It's so not that movie. And they took a book – the half of that Jurassic Park book, the real book, is, like, 
computer sequences and how they how they designed it. It's not much about what happened on the island until later into the book. So it's pretty boring. Still a good book, I guess, because it inspired this film series. But that movie, man, there's all the actors are perfect for their roles. I I love that movie. Is there is is there a movie you think that's just perfect? Friday, just nineties. I'd agree with that. Or just specifically looking any any, at the any movie. It doesn't have to be a certain genre. Like James said, Friday. I think that's a perfect movie. It's perfectly casted, and, and like I guess the criteria to be a to be a perfect film would be. Uh, it's genuinely well received. It 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 has good acting, uh, genuinely thought to be good acting, um, uh, and and it's entertainment from start to finish. I think that's a perfect film. I think Pulp it's fiction. Also, I think yeah. I think it's also one of the best sports movies. But remember the Titans. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, I agree with that. Remember the Titans is a perfect. Yeah, it's movie. a perfect movie. Absolutely perfect. So, movie. but it's based on a true story and it's like how much embellishing did they do? Like the, the true stories count. Can they be counted in some of the best films of all time? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. What do you think Adrian? What's a perfect film? Mm. Pulp fiction. I said, that that's twice. a perfect film. Yeah. You didn't hear me the first time, bitch. I heard you the first time. Um, there's a David lot. Hope. I mean, there's a lot. Um, <laughs> Forrest Gump. I was, I that was my next yes. one. Yeah. Yes. Everyone was thinking yes. Forrest Gump. Yes. Everyone was thinking that one. Why is Forrest Gump a perfect film, Adrian? Um, He's not man. a smart man. The The acting's so good in it. The story itself is it's good. Well and and I, I love my favorite part of Forrest Gump is like the historical aspects. Yes, that's of what it. I was about to say. The his, how he, his how, like, how basically one dude was in charge. Like he, because yes. of the, if this guy hadn't right. existed, some things might have not happened. Right. Like he invested and like in me, me, me watching that movie as a younger person didn't understand it at the time. Mm-hmm. But when I watch it when I'm older, um, like I go back and research some of these things because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder you know what that was about or or whatever because at the time whenever i was younger i didn't know about uh what's that dude's name um john lennon no not john lennon Kennedy. Um, <laughs> no uh the the hippie guy that the, he he goes on stage with at the washington monument oh yeah protest. yeah yeah that, that's a name? real person yeah there's a real person yeah the, the one that was <laughs> <Butter scum>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that. be it fucking now <laughs> And there's a he's what's his name like Abby Hoffman or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. There's a there's another movie that came out. I think it's like the the Chicago 7 or something like that. And Sasha Baron Cohen plays him in that movie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I and um I've been wanting to watch it. I just haven't gotten around the chance the chance to, to watch it but speaking of him borat's a perfect movie <laughs> oh yeah it is <laughs> yeah the first one for yeah. sure like it's it's ge- it is a genius film like even you can argue how offensive it is and how but and like oh it's just potty humor or whatever mm. that movie is genius oh yeah and it exposes people for who they are yeah <laughs> it, it see, really does you get to see, you see everybody in their, in their realist element. form yeah. Uh, and all their ignorance. And I love Bruno too. Bruno was way more offensive, <laughs> and I think it went. I, <laughs> yeah, it, it went. It went for the jokes, but damn, Bruno's a funny fucking good, and it's genius still. Like the best, I think the smartest thing I've ever seen in any movie is a dude set up a fake wrestling event. <laughs> 
that all these white trash people showed up to thinking they were going to have a goddamn good Friday night. <laughs> and then they just start making and out. And then two dudes just start making out. And like, it's like, what if you want to fight like homophobes or, or like, how do you get back at people that are just, you know, so morally fucked up? Just have two dudes make out in front of a cage in front of them. That is the genius, most fucking smartest, funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Oh, they got so mad. It was great. Just seeing, just seeing people die inside. Like that's. It wasn't even the dudes make it out like it's funny, but like the, just the panorama view and people just throwing no. Like people's people's weeks were ruined. Their heads exploded because of that moment. It's so smart. Daddy, tell us about that time you saw the man's kissing. (laughs) Yeah, gather around the fire. You know they went home to their their grandma Jean or whatever, and they were like. They did what? Well, I told y'all, that's why you don't go out after 9 o'clock on a Friday, but y'all don't listen to me. Put your goddamn cigarette out. <laughs> I haven't seen Bruno in a long time. It makes me want to watch it now. now the other funny part is with Harrison. They, I, I wait till my secret interview with Harrison Ford, and he, he keeps hyping this up like it's going to be a big interview with Harrison Ford in the middle of this like tape that he's trying to sell to this like basically e entertainment company so he could be one of their reporters and he finally finds Harrison Ford he's like excuse me he's like ass naked his dicks out or something and Harrison Ford's just like get the fuck away from me (laughs) 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 get the fuck away from me (laughs) because you know they just accosted him in the street he didn't know what it was his voice yeah that's how he talks that is that's Harrison Ford get the fuck away from me we did another one. <laughs> did do Star Wars. Ah, man. Uh, perfect movies. Anything else come to mind? Just a perfect movie. Avatar's good. You know what's close? Avatar's good. It's way too long. Pocahontas is Two better. of them. The Titanic is a little bit too long. A lot of people would say it's perfect. It's a little bit too long. But I think that movie has to be. Another one's almost perfect, but it's way too long. Pearl Harbor. Uh-huh. Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor was, was fucking terrible. You didn't like Pearl Harbor? Pearl Harbor is fucking terrible. I've got one. <laughs> Animal House. It's a perfect... Yeah. It, uh, there's it's the first of its kind. It was the, the, the first, first college boy uh, movie. Yeah, you can't And you can't say Pearl Harbor and skip... Well, Porky's, I guess, was before. Skip Saving Private Ryan. Oh, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Now, that Ryan is a perfect... Is a good, war- that's a perfect movie. It's, it's, it's first, probably my first, second favorite World War II movie. The first 23 minutes of that movie is just... Wow. Unreal. Yeah. What's your what's your favorite World War Two movie then? It's actually a movie that's not as good. Like Ooh. Saving Private Ryan's way better. Acting that movie. It it but like my favorite World War Two movie is Valkyrie. Oh, I was about to say because that. of oh, the it. story. Yeah. And Tom Cruise. No, he's fucking terrible in that movie. <laughs> like that movie's so bad because of him. But because they made all the German soldiers talk English and British, Tom Cruise fits. It, that's the only way it works. If they had like were historically accurate, even having German sounding accents or English subtitles with just full on German, that would be the worst goddamn casting. People would throw fits. But because everybody speaks English in that movie, it kind of fits. But he's the worst. He's the weakest link in that movie. But that story, and he plays the character like how the role is supposed to get, go and th- things play out. But that story is so fucking interesting. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it is there was a plan by the German people and people within the Nazi party to overthrow Hitler 
in July of 1941. There were hundreds of attempts to or assassinate for, or him. Or 40, 45 or something. Did you know that? But this was the most closest successful, almost successful like one. There were a, so many attempts to assassinate him. And, and it's just kind of just goes, by the grace of luck, he escaped. It, go, it goes to show how much power he had over people. Because people, there were people that were Nazis that hated what they did. Uh, but they didn't want their family to die. And they, they you know, it was kind of like kill or be killed uh, for a lot of those soldiers. Um Granted, morally, it's like, what would you do in that situation? Whatever, but yeah, Valkyrie. That story of that Monuments assassination Man. attempt. I love that one, too. World I War II movie. I don't know that one. Well, so Joseph started talking about Nazis, which brings us to our next kind of new segment, James. <laughs> I like how we just cut off Monument Man. <laughs> I was interested. No, well, okay. It's, it's, <laughs> it's transitioning about- into what, what our Far Out segment is going to be about. We're going to introduce this new segment. Oh, It's called the segment. Far Out segment. So we're going to talk about far out, brother. wacky, I didn't know how else we were going to have to get back to Nazis, and that's right. part of the Far Out segment. <laughs> exactly. so wacky to backy. It's hard to just bring it up. Wacky. So here's, here's the segment here. What's more likely to have actually happened? Hitler escaping Nazi Germany at the end of World War II? Or the 1947 Roswell alien crash. Far out segment. Both have allegedly happened. Go first, Adrian. Um, Hitler escaping, probably. Is it just because of your of saying that we don't know if aliens truly are real yet, but we know that Hitler obviously yeah, wasn't? Yeah, Hitler he did. obviously existed, so um, <laughs> he automatically gets this one. <laughs> yeah, so he wins by default. So. Well, I'm not gonna lie, but I kind of like that logic. <laughs> no, I, it's, it's 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 honestly the best answer. Yeah. Not what like, I was gonna say. So fuck you, Adrian. Makes sense. That's a good point. I agree with you. <laughs> I have to agree with Adrian now. I say Roswell. I I think they. I think Hitler committed suicide in the bunker. I, I really do. And I don't know how people don't think that. Um, I think, uh, I think, think about it like this. It's a, it's a war, right? It's a world war. It's the second one. And they were, there was so much propaganda for world war two from every country that fought in it, either whether it was the Axis or, uh, um, you know, our side or anything like that. Uh, I, there there was so much propaganda that like if they if there was a slightest chance that one of our guys one of our boys or even the brits killed hitler you'd know about it or if he got away they'd say they killed him you know what i mean they wouldn't have said that he committed suicide i don't think like i even think there in their pictures of his body allegedly it wasn't him you don't think it was him no, and the skull that they have is a female skull that like, the Russians took with them. So they took his. They took the body. It wasn't his body, and they still have the skull. And so you don't. Not, so you're they, with the side that Hitler's. He escaped. Hundred percent. Yes. And he, you he, don't know about this. He uh, went to Brazil, right, or something. That's in Chile. A lot of, that's where a lot in of Chile. A lot of Nazis. There went are to still, Brazil, there to Chile, There are still to German America. villages, towns in Chile in Argentina. Colonial Dignidad is a is a German compound that came of people that fled the war. Um, High-ranking officials, Nazi officials, that were really facing the the Nuremberg uh, trials and I, everything. I knew that. I knew they a escaped. lot of people fled. They fled to that region and they sustained sustained life over there. And I think that they could have escaped if some of the the high-ranking you know scientists and, and doctors that. Killed millions of people. If they can escape, why why couldn't Hitler have escaped? 
there were tunnels that led directly to the airport that they later found. He could have easily got on a plane, got on a boat, and went across and, and fled to South America. I, I truly believe that he that is a plausible thing that could have happened. Well, I was going to say Roswell until James started talking. Now I, that completely changes my mind. <laughs> if that, all that's true. Um, I would say Roswell just on the fact that I really think something did cr- crash in Roswell. Uh, something did. I don't think the autopsy fit, I don't think it was that alien. you saw on the the New Yorker or whatever thing, tabloid, supermarket tabloid, uh, the video, I don't think any of that's real. I don't think they had any video footage. But I think something did crash. And the reason I said that, and I've said this before, you look at the evolution of technology from 1900 to 1950, while impressive is nowhere near impressive from 1950 to 2000. The evolution of technology from 1950 to 2000 is so much more vast and impressive, and uh, every year is something more advanced. I really think something crashed and we reversed engineered technology sometime in the late 40s to 50s. I really do. Um, Yeah, there's no doubt something crashed. I I have no proof to give you of that. I don't think it was little bits and pieces like Roswell. I want to. I want to believe that it was alien. I do, but I don't think it's. It's a reality. I don't think it happened, but we do know for a fact Germans did flee to South America and live out the rest of their lives. And there are witnesses that are that they've interviewed that claim that Hitler was there, locals that have lived there their whole lives. And it was very secretive, very tight-knit community. They honored their Nazi heritage to this day in those communities. Why else are there communities in... South America that are made up of Germans. They fled from World War II. I mean, I just, I just think it's very, very possible that he did. I like this new segment. I do too. I like I, it. I have to agree with Joseph though. I have to. I mean, if I have to choose between the two, it's going to be that there was a crash at Roswell. But was it extraterrestrial? Was it alien? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why wouldn't it have been? You think absolutely? You think I just don't think I it just, was. I, I think it was a weather balloon. I refuse to believe that bodies were found from that one because I refuse to believe that an alien would send a life form inside of the ship. I would imagine they would all be drones. If they're if that's I, the thing that's always throwing me. If off. they are smart uh, smart enough to build technology to travel that fucking far, I agree with you. Yeah. Why would the fuck would they send a person? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like the risk for error, unless they are that far advanced that they know they'll be fine. I mean, you look at the, but obviously not. No, I, I still just the idea that no, I, I don't know, I don't know. I, I agree with Joseph though. I think that I think that a crash at Roswell, just from what we have, I, I mean, I agree with you completely. The, the 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 jump in technology, you know, I mean, you think about just the last twenty years alone. But you think it came from that, that from two thousand from when we were in high school to now? When we were in high school to now, we have a all have a computer in our pocket. Well, and if you think about just the idea of uh, how many of you you had your phone had the capability of getting on the internet, and you shut that shit down quick when you accidentally hit that button. It took ten years to get from that to you were constantly connected to the internet and every little thing that you do. And and not only that, like ten years after Roswell, they worked. Fucking putting people into fucking space. We're yeah. putting monkeys but up there first. do you think first. it was a result of that singular crash? Like, well, how see, did we go from a world war where there's tons of money lost in war for every country, and then 10 years later, 
literally the space race starts. And we're not even first, though. Give me a that's fucking the, break. That's the thing that's weird, is we weren't first. No, the Russians. Well, the Russians were. Major and, Gagarin. And there's a, there's a lot... I mean, that just tells me that Roswell wasn't the only place. Roswell wasn't the only crash. So what else was happening? I disagree. I think we shared technology. With the Russians, and then they beat us to it, and then we used that as a false reason for the Cold War because we were dominating throughout the entire world. What if world? that's part of the reason the Cold War started? People like they weren't maybe maybe that technology was stolen. That would be the only thing that makes sense is that we had detractors. Well, what was the Cold War spies. all about? Spies, and and so like I'm I'm not saying that the Cold War, which is still going on by the way, obviously it's more real yeah. than ever. Yeah, uh, but it never ended. But what I'm getting at is. I'm not saying that started because of aliens, but I I could totally see them still in technology. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or information. Absolutely. There's so many like, especially with a war going on and people being over on both sides of there. Oh yeah. There's there's high ranking officials. I do believe crashes do happen, but specifically focusing on that one, the Roswell. I don't know. I just don't. I don't believe that one. I don't believe crashes plural happen because of how low the probability of like a uh, asteroid hitting us is like a little flying saucer coming from God knows where. I think we've had one, and that's it. And that's and now, I think they've been trying to find their buddies. Like they knew where their this dude crashed, and they that's why we're getting sightings. Have you heard of the story but of? Um, that's my theory. It was in Africa, and it was there's was a school there, and there were yeah, there dude, were kids I, I'm obsessed out. with this story. Oh yeah, the kids yeah. were out at, at a recess. Adrian, have you heard this? This is this is a true story. Listen to this one. The kids were out at recess, you know, playing, doing their normal normal daily routine, and so. they see an object land, like hundred maybe less than a hundred yards about, from about, the actual playground. Two football fields away, and some beings get out, walk around, and communicated with communicated some, telepathically, them, tel- telepathically with them, and these these individuals still remember this to this day. And it's not just one. The whole sixty-two kids, all of them, all the ones, and and all the ones that they've been able to find over the last twenty-something years, all recount the story, the exact same story, twenty-something years later, going through lives, growing up, colleges, married with children, like they still, they still remember. And, and and I've watched this interview from when the kids come in, um, uh, recess. You know, you have all different colors and creeds of children all from different families and different uh walks of life all legitimately like you can tell when a kid is lying like we're all parents like that we've all been around little kids enough to know that you can tell when a child is making something up there's conviction in these kids' faces and they're all saying the same thing and then what makes it even more interesting the week after this happened a reporter, an investigator for UFO uh, lady came uh, from the UK to Africa, to South Africa, and and interviewed these kids one-on-one, gave them a blank sheet of paper and some crayons, mm-hmm. and said, draw me what you saw. And they all drew some. And out of the 62 st- students, the 25 that legitimately saw, 25 were exactly the same. And these kids are ranging from, I think, 8 to 12 yep. years old. And uh, recently, they, there was one that was on a podcast, and she was giving, or, or she did a Reddit AMA. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. She, uh, I go, I follow. If you don't have Reddit, it's awesome. But like the, the subreddit UFO, 
they posted this. Uh, she did an AMA on Reddit, and people asked legitimate questions, and she recounted them, and it was just cool. I yeah, I believe that, and I'm obsessed with that story. It's so awesome. That is, and I was trying to show it to Brianna, and she was just shrugging it off, and I'm like, do you not understand that this is the most documented like contact experience? I'm not saying oh they saw a thing in the sky, they saw th- people like beings, and communicated with them. Like that's the, there has never been that this. This it big of a thing reported ever that they conveyed the the fact that the world they, they is in trouble. Of they were some like, kind. "What did like, what did they say telepathically like to you?" And all the, the world. Ones, it, there was only four that said they communicated with them, but they said that we needed to stop pollution mm-hmm. and that we we're hurting our planet, and that if we continue to do this, humanity basically won't exist. And these are fucking ten year olds, man. I mean, kids love to tell tall tales, right? They love to embellish and. and make things up but they're also very innocent people i mean they're the most pure versions of humans that we have i i Clearly believe you've em. never met my middle child <laughs> <laughs> but at that nice age when they joke. see something they tell you dad i saw yeah. and they give you description and they're they're they don't have any reason to lie about it especially if they're frightened they want to let you know exactly what they saw like I, the only thing I hate here. about it, that, and it's like, why should I? Like, 62 kids can't equal one adult, but, like, not one adult saw this. And so it kind of puts that thing in your mind, like, well, no adults saw this. And then that kind of weird. But at the same time, it's like, like I said, like, okay, in a meeting 62 or kids can at least <laughs> equal one human being, adult human being. Not only that, but adults fuck shit up. All the time, oh, I'm yeah. remembering things. I mean, well, I trust a kid to remember things more than adults. Not even that, but like they they yeah, they always say like when uh, like how kids and animals can see like babies and animals can see ghosts because they are they are not taught and they don't have the life experiences to say that's not real. That's not what that was. They don't have doubt in their mind, and so like when we see something that may or may not could have been uh, paranormal, our brain can go that was the wind. Or there's a logical explanation for that. Yeah. And then automatically it's gone. That that visual image is gone from your head. Kids don't have that. So I don't know. No, they'll tell you if you're ugly, straight to your face. Oh yeah. <laughs> what is that on your face? That's 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 that's, a, that's my that's, that's my face. <laughs> but yeah. They're they're brutally honest. So yeah, that, that story's pretty interesting for sure. There's another dude that was on Rogan's podcast and he was out logging and it was the end of the day did he say he a got a, slur? he got abducted in the 70s what is his name i can't remember his name oh i know what you're talking the dude from skinwalker ranch get that guy no i don't think it's the same guy i think so because I, I know what you're kind of talking about where dude and he's wrote books over it and oh well, they thought like he was the dead day. no they thought jared, he was jared dead. jared had a party once and there was a coat that people think is a ghost <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know. I, I like this new segment, though. This, is, uh, this was interesting. <laughs> this was interesting. I like it. I like Travis it Walton. What are we calling this again? This is called? Uh, James the far out segment. this part. Yeah, the far out segment. The far out segment. This is mm. Travis Walton. It's older looking gentleman. Well, it was in the 70s. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So uh, here's, here's something that um, I wanted to talk about last week on the podcast, and I wasn't able to come because I had the Rona. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. How do you feel, by yeah, the way? That was good. Yeah, are you done? Um, I yeah. hope so. Oh, yeah. I'm done. We've kissed, we've kissed twice. Yeah. yeah. Only once with tongue. 
shouldn't matter then. Um, okay, no. So this happened uh, at a local, not local. Uh, it's a Texas Panhandle high school. Um, it was basketball games, and after the girls' varsity game, the refs got up and left and refused to call the boys' varsity game because they were not given a free meal from the concession stand. Hmm. <laughs> or they were not provided a free meal. My, my assumption is, is maybe that was something that was agreed upon before. But yeah, the girls' varsity game ended, and then the refs changed and left and refused to call the boys' game. So uh, hmm. I, I want some opinions fuck. on this. Like, imagine, like, have you ever ate food at a high school basketball game? Oh, yeah. Or a high school event in general? Yeah. Like what? What did you want? The shitty nachos with the half drizzled cheese and the three jalapenos. That's you walked out because of that. I mean, they get heckled. They they get verbally abused. They do. I couldn't do that job. I can understand them wanting something to eat between games. Doesn't staff have at events like especially athletic events, uh, like some sort of accommodation, accommodation or a hospitality for staff? No. No. no, and generally at the games, it's not the school that has anything to do with the concessions. It's the booster club, which is a Most completely of the time. separate with high entity. school. Yes, okay. with, with oh, middle this, school, and this is high school. This is high school. With middle school, we always ask them if they need water. They need you know anything to eat. We have there's it, nothing, we have a separate room for them to get dressed in. So is it kind of like an unspoken rule? Like how how I don't expect this, but like when I go into Toot and Totem and I'm at work in uniform, I usually get a free tea at Dick Bivens when I'm working those games. They they give us food for free. Not all the people working the registers do that because it's kind of like it's just like a is it an unspoken rule thing that the most yeah. refs eat for free? They should. No. They should. No, they should, but, but it's not. But is that a thing? Role. Is this a thing? Is what I'm getting. I at. would say. No. I would say not everywhere, but most places, yes. Most Do you think schools, like, yes. Like, like, uh, say there was a, a concessions being like popcorn or whatever at PD, that little deal that they would open during games. The ref could go out there, you think, and get free food. I'm saying, but I, is have you ever seen it? If it's not a thing, they were they were some prima donnas. Is what I'm getting. It's at. It's not a thing. I think if it's not. An unspoken rule, like how like a cop can go into a donut stop and get a bag of donuts, just unexpectedly. No, but I've, I, I've seen I, a lot of. I agree with you, James. Offer, I at think, least offer. Yes, I agree. I, I have not seen refs do that. No. Yeah, like uh, it, so the refs walked out because they weren't given a free meal, and my thing was like I I didn't know because they're both teachers. I was asking, is this a thing that most. Uh, that refs get like you know how so like ref- as a cop or a firefighter or a paramedic or whatever can walk in and get a free coke or whatever okay is it an unspoken rule and apparently the general consensus is it should be but it's not so i think they're acting like a bunch of prima donnas what is your take on it i thought i see i thought you were f- talking about the boys on the team not getting a free meal but you're talking about the refs, refs not getting refs. okay yeah i don't why should you get a free meal? And I, something about being a grown ass man or a grown ass woman. Like I don't know what the refs were, but like, like either way, being an adult human being, if you're offer, if you if you think you may or may not get something for free and you don't, but you were expecting to pay for that service like everybody else did, be an adult and just like, okay, how much was that then? Five bucks? Okay, cool, I got you. Right, like, you and like I mean? you like, said, most of the time it's the booster club. They're they're trying to raise money, so. As a ref, if if they don't offer it to you, you should be willing to pay for it, like to help out. I've seen whatever it organization sacks, it is. Some firefighters, some cops, some paramedics 
They'll go make a tea or Coke or whatever, and they won't even walk by the register. They'll just make it and leave because they know that they'll, they give it to us for free. I do know that. I make my tea. I put it on there. I go stand in line with everybody else, and when I walk up to the front, they say, oh, you're good. Thank you. And some of them have even been like, no, you're you're fine. Like, don't you know that? And I'm like, I do, but like, yeah, still, it's, like, a cur- it's a professional it's a, courtesy. It's a, it's a courtesy. For, for the referees to just walk out, that's a little bit I too think extreme. That's a little bit of a prima donna. It's too extreme. I do. I think they should absolutely because, like, especially like you're. It's it's not bribing, but it's like if I'm a ref and, and like I see something that's like any any sport has a call that can be like everybody has that moment where you're like, let them play. Like, why are you, whether it's basketball, football, anything oh, yeah. has something. I've, I've yelled like, at many refs this year. Like, just, just let them play. And some of it is, like, warranted. And, like, I've seen people say, let them play, and it's, like, blatant. Oh, yeah. But, like, little things, something like that will make the let it play happen. At the end of the day, you have to recognize that they have a job to do, and your, your bitching and moaning will not change a call. Right. And I have to put myself in check with that. But, yeah, they, they have it rough, and they do deserve – they deserve at least – a meal, especially if they're coaching back-to-back games, that's a lot. Okay, so let's say or refing back-to-back games. They ref the game, and they were told, "Hey, we're going to bring you some food in between the the girls' game and the boys' game." And then they said, "We're not going to bring you the food. Do you walk out, or do you just ref the game?" No, you 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 be a man, you be a woman, and you you just step up and do your job, and then afterwards you go to Taco Bell. Yep, and then and then you or could, Dairy Queen because this is a small. Then, town. I, I I I I like. Your opinion, James, saying they should get that uh, treatment. Um, well, I think anybody in staff should get some sort of treatment, and I think players should get some sort of like. You remember in T-ball, you get like a soda or a, a snow cone after the game, yeah, even yeah, if every, you won or every, lose. Yeah, everyone gets a trophy. We get it. Not that. <laughs> if you were that ref, and they were like, "Hey, I, we were going to bring you a burrito," and no, I'm going to go make my money because I'm a ref. So this is all I got. And you've got to know as a ref, they need, they always need refs, and they're always shorthanded with refs. And you've got to go out there and do your job, and you can't be a big baby about it. Gotta go out and give 110. percent So how how can I be a ref? I want to be a ref. You like, go. You go. Like I want to be like a. How do I be like a? softball umpire or something you just join the league. go through um, tasso and yep. figure out what type of um training they need you to do spirit in order to get your credentials but beer expired november anyway but I yeah the, james is right you just you go Tastes to tasso i bet you could do it online too i mean as coaches they usually have a hospitality room for us before football games and stuff at dick bivens and yeah we'd be a little bit upset if they didn't have anything for us that week but we do our job What's Afterwards, in the hospitality room? Is it like great? They usually have pizza. They have Cokes. They have a big fridge you can grab sodas out of. Um, they usually have catering as well. Just depends. It's a variety of stuff. Like up in the press box, that's where it's all at. Nice. All right. So with a very disinteresting last topic, we're going to end episode 75 here. Uh, I'm Jared. I'm James. I'm Adrian. And I'm Chuckles the Cloud. We'll see you next week. <laughs>